Federal Reserve minutes send the market to the downside. GM's bright drop garners more orders from Walmart and FedEx. We go over the biggest analyst calls of the day. Nike says Lululemon and is a Bitcoin dividend coming to a NASDAQ listed name near you. This is the Running With The Money Briefing. Let's get into it. to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing, powered by Pounding The Table. Either way, we are going to get right into what in the world is going on within the market today. If you take a look at the indexes at the close, we see that the Dow Jones finished down 392, NASDAQ down 522, and the S&P 500 down 92 points. Not the best. We go group by group, and not one sector was in the green today. We had consumer defensive outperforming the broader market, down just 0.34%. Meanwhile, technology led the market to the downside, down 3.68%, so definitely something to note there. Now, shifting into the biggest headlines of the day, we need to talk about these Fed minutes and what in the world the Fed is doing. So you take a look at these Federal Reserve minutes from the December meeting, and we are getting quite a bit, not only when it comes to rate hikes, but now reduction to the Federal Reserve balance sheet. And this is something to note. So the Federal Reserve has basically noted within these minutes um, that indeed we are going to see or likely going to see those three rate hikes here in 2022 that they did indeed also tell us were likely going to happen in that December meeting. But they have also now um, started to talk about now, according to these minutes, um, in essence, getting these bonds off of the Federal Reserve balance sheet. Basically, some reduction of the balance sheet when it comes to the Federal Reserve. Those $8.3 trillion in treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, well, they could possibly um, start to be rolled off here in the coming months, possibly in the next several months according to the minutes, which really was what took the market by surprise today. People weren't expecting that to happen as quick, and now we are seeing that here possibly in the next several months, unquote. So that is something to note. Now, also, according to CNBC, what we see is that the Federal Reserve is also discussing three rate hikes in 2023 and two rate hikes in 2024. So this is really the outlook in general that we got out of these minutes. Three rate hikes in 2022 with reduction to the Fed balance sheet on top of three rate hikes in 2023 and two rate hikes in 2024. So quite a bit coming out of these Federal Reserve minutes. Most of this was expected, but really the part Taking the market by surprise was this reduction to the balance sheet possibly within the next several months or starting in the next several months. So definitely something to note there. And finally, to round out a summary of these Fed minutes, we also on quote, they went on to say that the process of this could be quote, the appropriate pace of the balance sheet runoff would likely be faster than it was during the previous normalization episode in October of 2017. So in essence, what these minutes are indicating to us is that the speed at which this balance sheet runoff occurs that could possibly start in the next several months, according to these minutes, will be faster than we, what we saw in October of 2017. So the market definitely not liking what they were seeing there. And finally, the Fed did indeed note that these inflation readings, these gauges that measure inflation have been hotter than what they did anticipate over the course of the previous months. And that is definitely something to note as well. Maybe inflation also took the Fed by surprise. Now, shifting into GM's bright drop and the company garnering more orders from Walmart 
and FedEx. So Walmart did announce today that they have signed a new agreement with the Detroit automaker to reserve 5,000 Bright Drop vans. So that's some big stuff for GM. And it is also important to note that Bright Drop does already have an initial order from FedEx for 500 vehicles of this new van, this electric uh, vehicle van um, that are going to be used by a lot of these delivery fleets. For instance, Walmart and FedEx's delivery fleet. Some pretty cool stuff there. So we also had FedEx announcing today um, that they also agreed to another deal for 2,000 more vehicles over the next several years from Bright Drop. And the company also announced that this order could go up to even 20,000 vans, uh, according to Richard Smith, the FedEx regional president of the Americas. We also got some commentary from him today on these deals. He goes on to say, quote, Bright Drop's real. They're here now. Their trucks are on the road in California for us delivering packages. They have a vehicle that works as advertised and we love it. We want to buy a lot more of them. So it seems that GM's Bright Drop is getting a lot of business, a lot of love from FedEx and Walmart and some big time reservations or orders out of these companies for these vans. We do know that FedEx and Walmart have goals to fully um, go zero emissions with their delivery fleets by 2040. And this also benefits FedEx and Walmart and these big companies that make this shift to electric to make their delivery fleets cleaner because according to Bright Drop, the cost to charge their EVs is approximately 75% less than fuel or in a similar gas-powered vehicle. So some pretty cool stuff there. It's 75% less when it comes to cost to fuel their EV compared to a gas-powered vehicle. This is going to basically propel these companies forward and not only cutting costs, but also getting their fleets fully electric and zero emission by 2040. So some big time stuff for General Motors when it comes to their EV segment or their EV company here, Bright Drop, some big stuff there. And then finally, let's dig in to the biggest analyst calls of the day. So we had UBS downgrading Adobe to neutral from buy. The firm went on to say, quote, throughout December, we spoke with 14 large enterprise IT executives and services partners of Adobe to talk through their 2022 Adobe spending outlook in part to better assess why Adobe's growth metrics have now disappointed for two straight quarters. So what we got here was UBS downgrading Adobe, basically citing some uh, disappointing growth results over the past two quarters. And therefore, until they get that fixed, UBS isn't all too uh, liking of Adobe. And then we also had Jeffries initiating LAM research and applied materials as a buy. The firm went on to say, quote, we initiate coverage on Applied Materials, KLAC, and LRCX with buy ratings. We think tectonic shifts in computing have transitioned this group to double digit from flat growth. So some interesting stuff coming out of Jefferies when it comes to LAM research and Applied Materials, the firm expecting more growth for the semiconductor names. And then we had KeyBank initiating plug power as outperformed. They go on to say, quote, we rate BE and plug overweight due to their sizable revenue basis today, strong corporate and customer relationships, and high potential revenue growth over the next few years. Some interesting stuff out of KeyBank on Plug Power, initiating it as Outperform. We also had Wedbush adding dicks to their best ideas list. Going on to say, quote, we are adding dicks to Wedbush's best ideas list after a sharp sell-off in shares and our view of a solid outlook and attractive valuation. While holiday sales trends for discretionary retailers such as Dix were likely weak, we view that as mostly transitory, creating a buying opportunity. Wedbush adding Dix to their best ideas list, in essence saying that these lower-than-expected holiday sales are simply transitory and that the sell-off has gone too far. We also had Stefan's downgrading Domino's Pizza to underweight from equal weight going on to say, quote, 
On the sales side, they have less pricing power than direct peers because of their connection to the $599, $799 national price points. Second, we believe the delivery driver shortage hasn't improved by much, if at all. So, Stefan's downgrading Domino's Pizza here, basically saying they have a lack of pricing power compared to competitors and also that driver shortage has not improved. Finally, we had Bernstein naming Boeing a top pick for 2022, going on to say, quote, each call is driven by expectations of a recovery in deliveries with the valuation anchored to our 2024-2025 forecast, as is our normal process. Boeing has a higher free cash flow yield, but also has more than $40 billion in net debt, plus uncertainty around timing of the 787 delivery restart. So that is definitely something to note there. Bernstein naming Boeing a top 2022 pick, but still a bit conservative due to that uncertainty around 787s and that $40 billion in debt on the balance sheet. We also had Northland upgrading Intel to outperform from market perform, going on to say, quote, while it is early in the turnaround, estimates are conservative. High multiple stocks may be under pressure, and Intel is a relative value with a 2.7% dividend and likely a good place for large cap managers to weigh out multiple compression. Northland upgrading Intel to outperform from market perform. We also had Loop naming FedEx as a top pick for 2022. Going on to say, quote, this report apparently brings out our masiocrastic tendencies as we again nominate FedEx as our top pick for 2022 after being flat and relative underperformer in 2021. So Loop liking FedEx naming it a top pick for 2022. And then our final analyst call of the day was out of Wells Fargo, upgrading Chevron to overweight from equal weight. Wells Fargo went on to say, quote, we are upgrading Chevron to overweight based on strong cash flow generation and yield and cash returns to shareholders amid relatively disciplined capex. A solid balance sheet and solid execution expected to continue. Wells Fargo liking Chevron, basically citing that they expect this excellent execution to continue in the coming quarters. Now, shifting into another headline of the day, we had Nike suing Lululemon. Now I'm going to read through this quick CNBC paragraph that I think sums up the issue pretty well. So in essence, what Nike is claiming here on quote is that in 1983, it invented and filed a patent application on a device to determine a runner's speed, distance traversed, elapsed time in calories expended. Now, what does that all mean? In essence, Nike is accusing Lululemon of patent infringement on this patent that basically measures all of these things. So a device that measures all of these factors, runner speed, distance traveled, elapsed time, and calories expended. There was also some apps that Nike developed that they believe that Lululemon has uh, basically, in essence, copied some interesting stuff there. And they're claiming that Lululemon's mirror product is the core issue when it comes to infringement. And by the way, Lululemon bought mirror for $500 million in 2020, all amid that rush um, of the COVID-19 pandemic when people were starting to work out at home and there was a big drive for those stay-at-home workout products. So, in essence, Nike not liking Lululemon's Mirror fitness device and also not liking the apps that they have developed surrounding um, this workout device. So, definitely something to pay attention there. Nike making a major claim of patent infringement against Lululemon, and Lululemon did indeed react negatively to this news. And then to round out the show, we need to talk about this Bitcoin dividend. So, a NASDAQ-listed name, blockchain technology-focused company, BTCS, has announced that they will be offering either a normal dividend or a Bitcoin dividend. So basically what they're saying here is on March 17th, you will be able to get their either 5 cent normal dividend or a 
Bitcoin equivalent dividend. So basically a dividend played out in Bitcoin that is equivalent to five cents or that five cent dividend. Now they're calling this a dividend. So some very interesting stuff there. Once again, this will be payable on March 17th. And you saw a very positive reaction in BTCS stock to this news. But I believe it's the first of its kind. A dividend, a uh, dividend paid out in Bitcoin. Some very cool stuff there. I would say, uh, at least for the crypto world, just a cool, small, fun thing to note. Um, the first Bitcoin dividend, or one of the first Bitcoin dividend, um, out of a NASDAQ-listed blockchain technology company, BTCS. And if you want to know real quick what BTCS does, um, they, in essence, uh, support the analytics of seven exchanges and over 800 digital assets that can be synced into personal dashboards, according to Bloomberg. Bloomberg. So some pretty cool stuff within the crypto world today out of BTCS offering a uh, dividend, a Bitcoin paid dividend. Some very cool stuff there. Either way, that is the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing. We will be back tomorrow per usual to go over the biggest analyst calls, biggest headlines of the day, and much more. In the meantime, go get my boys over at Pounding the Table a listen on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, by the way, coming out with a new episode this weekend, so definitely pay attention to that. And finally, please go give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook, Easily Profit Trade On, and I will see you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,